Today is Monday, September 23rd. What to know today about that whistleblower complaint, including President Trump's admission, and why world leaders will be talking about climate change today. Plus, we're talking a cure for the common cold, Tinder's so-called swipe night, and the big winners at last night's Emmys. Welcome, welcome to the Newsworthy. All the day's news in less than 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. Was the conversation between President Trump and Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky appropriate and legal? What promises were or were not made? A phone call between those two leaders back in July is now under scrutiny. And yes, this has to do with that U.S. intelligence official filing a complaint about President Trump. Even as Democrats fight to learn more about what exactly that whistleblower's complaint says, some media outlets are now reporting new details. The Wall Street Journal and others cite sources who say Trump repeatedly pressured the president of Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden's son, Hunter, who has worked with a Ukrainian gas company. Of course, former Vice President Joe Biden is now running for president in 2020. Well, Trump admitted yesterday that he did discuss Biden and his son with Ukraine's leader, but he says there was nothing inappropriate about it. He called it a, quote, perfect conversation. In fact, he tweeted the real story is that the Bidens should be investigated. Well, Biden's response to all of this, he's saying the transcript from that phone call back in July should be released to see what Trump really said. And keep in mind, we still don't officially know what the whistleblower's complaint is about. The acting director of national intelligence and the Justice Department have blocked Congress from seeing the report. So now Fox News says House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is warning that either lawmakers are allowed to see those details by this Thursday or House Democrats may enter a, quote, new stage of investigation. She didn't say it, but that could mean impeachment. To be continued. World leaders are headed to New York today to talk climate change at the United Nations Climate Action Summit. Of course, they'll talk about global warming, fossil fuels and emissions. But the U.N. Secretary General is telling world leaders to leave fancy speeches behind and come with real solutions. He says only those with new, specific and solid plans are allowed to share their ideas at today's summit. He says the world needs to take action and fast. The AP cites a just-released UN report showing warming, sea level rise, and carbon pollution have all sped up just in the last several years. So the UN hopes to get the world to carbon neutral by the year 2050 and to get going now on the promises countries made in the 2015 Paris Climate Agreement. Well, the Trump administration will not be talking at the climate summit today. Remember, the U.S. is now looking to leave that international climate agreement. President Trump will not even be attending. Although he will be at other U.N. events this week, world leaders are also gathering for the U.N. General Assembly starting tomorrow. But already millions of people around the world have been taking their own action to raise awareness about climate change. CBS News says in the U.S., people walked out of their schools and workplaces to join about 800 marches around the country. The well-known teen climate activist Greta Thunberg encouraged students to join in New York City, where more than a million students were given permission to skip school to protest on Friday. The Houston area is still cleaning up after several feet of rain caused some serious flooding. The AP reports the name Storm Imelda was one of the wettest tropical cyclones the U.S. has ever recorded. In total, five deaths now are linked to the storm and hundreds of people had to be rescued. The floodwaters are starting to go down now, making it clear that hundreds of homes and other buildings from Houston to across the Louisiana border are facing millions of dollars in damage. For other parts of the U.S., though, it's not rain, but heat that is setting some records. Even though today is the first day of fall, 
it will not necessarily feel like it. The Weather Channel reports temperatures will be in the upper 80s in the northeast and lower 90s in the south today, and some places could see record highs by this weekend. There's not much you can do but wait it out if you get the common cold. Well, a new study found a cure may be possible. The Washington Post reports researchers in California found a protein in our bodies that helps the virus spread. So basically, if you get rid of that protein, you get rid of the common cold. They say they've tested this on human cells and living mice, and in all scenarios so far, the virus was stopped completely. Right now, the cold is tough to fight because there are so many different strains of it, about 160 compared to just a few strains of the flu, for example. So this new finding is being called a promising discovery. Still, scientists say they have a long way to go. Even if they figure out how to create a medicine for this, it could still then take another five or 10 years before it's available. More news ahead, but first, thank you to our sponsor today, Blinkist. Just when you thought you'll never find the time to read and learn more, Blinkist comes to the rescue. Blinkist breaks down the best key takeaways from thousands of nonfiction books, and you can read or listen to them in just 15 minutes. So you have tons of information right at your fingertips in a way you can actually get through it all. From self-help to business to history, the massive library is always growing. I personally love learning new things. I feel we should always be curious and improving ourselves. So Blinkist lets me fast track my way to more information and self-improvement. So add 15 minutes with Blinkist to your daily or weekly routine, and you can start by reading about how to form habits. You'll find popular books on Blinkist like The Power of Habits and The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And Blinkist has a special offer for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com news to start your free seven-day trial. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com news to start your free seven-day trial. Now, back to the news. A star NFL player has now been released from his second team in just two weeks. The New England Patriots cut wide receiver Antonio Brown. And remember, the Oakland Raiders just released him the week before. But after the Patriots picked him up, it became public that two different women accused him of sexual assault, which he denies. ESPN says the NFL is now investigating, but right now, technically, another team could still sign him. But Brown took to Twitter yesterday to say he's done with the NFL. He's upset the owners can, quote, cancel deals and do whatever they want. Well, Twitter is rolling out a new feature to give users more control over their conversations. It's called Hide Replies. So if you send a tweet, you can then decide which replies or comments from other people get to stay and which get hidden. So the idea is that you can hide replies that are offensive or irrelevant. The Verge says the goal is to keep things civil on Twitter and make users think before they comment. That said, critics are worried people can simply filter out any opposing opinions or even corrections to misinformation. Twitter has tested this already in Canada, and now it's bringing it to the U.S. Tinder has come up with a new way to match couples with an interactive show called Swipe Night. And yes, we now know more about Tinder's version of TV that we briefly mentioned last week. So here's how it works. Engadget says you'll watch a show on your phone, and during the show, you'll make decisions about how the story should unfold by, true to Tinder form, swiping left or right. A new show comes out every week, and the first show is based on an apocalyptic adventure. So it follows a group of friends during the end of the world. You have seven seconds to make split decisions about how the show should unfold, and whatever you pick will then be added to your dating profile, giving matches a chance to see how you might handle a disaster. Tinder says this will get people talking and build curiosity. 
The Verge says Tinder will release a new episode every Sunday at 6 p.m. local time, and then it will only be available for six hours. The first one comes out October 6th. You know how TiVo lets you record TV and fast forward through the commercials? Well, now it's apparently adding its own ads. As in, you'll have to watch TiVo's commercials at the beginning of your DVR recordings. Gizmodo says this is for all customers, meaning if you have a lifetime subscription plan to TiVo, you'll still get the commercials. The company says, quote, advertising is an important part of every media business. And the company says you'll still be able to skip those ads once they start. As expected, it was a big night for HBO's Game of Thrones at the Emmy Awards last night. The series went into the night with a record 32 nominations and went home with a total of 12 wins, including the big one for Best Drama Series. Yahoo Entertainment says that means Game of Thrones tied its own Emmy record for a dozen wins within a single season. HBO's limited series Chernobyl also had a big night, winning 10 Emmys, but Variety says it was surprising that HBO's Veep was shut out. As for comedies, Amazon Prime went home the winner thanks to Fleabag and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And for the first time in 16 years, this year's Emmys had no host. You can see all the surprises, snubs, winners, and losers in today's show notes. And from TV to movies, it was a big weekend at the box office for Downton Abbey. Yes, the movie based on the popular series was number one at the box office, bringing in $31 million for its opening weekend. Variety says it was a bit of a surprise because the movie was only expected to make closer to $20 million. Ad Astra came in second at the box office, and third place went to Rambo Last Blood. And that's it for the main news today, but now it's time for Money Monday, where we talk about one interesting money-related news story you should know. But first, today's Money Monday story is brought to you by My Wall Street, an investing companion to help you invest and learn on the go. And today we're talking about early retirement. Is it possible? NBC News cites a bank rate survey that found nearly half of all millennials expect to retire before the age of 65. But some say that might be a little ambitious. NerdWallet found, for example, millennials are facing both student loan debt and rising rents, which could make it tough to retire until the age of 75. But some experts told NBC News it doesn't have to be unrealistic to retire early. If they want to reach that goal of retiring before 65, it'll take some strategy now, like making regular payments against their loans and making sure they're paying off the higher interest debt first. Also, put as much money as possible in that 401k and invest in a diversified portfolio. This Money Monday story was made possible by My Wall Street. For more information, visit mywallst.com slash newsworthy. All right, thank you so much for listening today. As always, you can read more about the news stories we talked about in this episode right in your podcast app or go to thenewsworthy.com slash show notes. The Newsworthy is ready for you to listen every weekday by four in the morning. I'll be back with more news tomorrow. Have a great day. 